Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. Olam Chesed Yibaneh. That's Matt Dub here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Die was done by um, Mordechai Ben David. God Elbaz and Tfilah Laderech. You heard Nat, uh, Natati Lachayai. That was uh, Kaveret Bapark, Pugi, from their live album. Ataharesa and M.S. done by Shmuli Unger. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday on this May 14th, day 20 in the month of ER, the year 5780. Uh, Tufshin Pei. Today is uh, day number 35 in the counting of the Omer. We are five weeks in. Today is day number 35. It's been a month since Pesach. And um, with day number 35, as I said, Lagba Omer is now way behind us. And upcoming, we've got Yom Yerushalayim a week from tomorrow. Shavuos, two weeks from tomorrow, Memorial Day weekend in between, and uh, we're going to actually wrap up the book of Ayikra this coming Shabbos. The first Shabbos, I know that a new Rochelle was a bit different uh, because it was a drop earlier, but the first Shabbos that the uh, shuls were closed were um, par- was Parsha's Kisisa, Kisisa, and even with the uh, one Shabbos Cholomoy that we had. We still have have had enough Shabbatot to complete Sefer Vayikra, which is unbelievable to believe. So we've got, uh, let's see, seven, eight, nine. Uh, tomorrow will be the 10th Shabbat. Tomorrow night will be the 10th Shabbat that we're not in shul. And let's hope that everything that we are doing in our community by keeping our shuls closed and keeping people isolated will help many, many people stay healthy during this time. As we await the reopening, as we await the uh, eventual getting back to normal, which we uh, we assume is actually going to happen at some point. Bezrat Hashem. Thursday morning, day 35 in the counting of the Omer. A few things going on. First of all, we've got the American Friends of Atarat Kaanim, Jerusalem Chai, planning a great Yom Yerushalayim commemoration online. Included in that is God Elbaz, who you just heard and a whole host of incredible um, uh, performers. It'll be happening all day, Thursday, Erev Yom Yerushalayim, a week from today, starting midnight in Israel, and it'll celebrate the 53rd anniversary of the reunification of the Holy City. Uh, so we'll be talking about that uh, coming up. Plus, today is a Zoom live lunch. Today is a Zoom live lunch. Avi Fryer does a magic trick at 12 o'clock. We're going to utilize the regular live lunch um, access, which means uh, when you go to Zoom at 11 o'clock today, 
When you go to Zoom at 11 o'clock today, it's code 814-353. I hope I'm giving you the right thing here. Yeah, 814-353-5064. That's 814-353-5064. We'll use the password JMAM. And that'll be a Zoom live lunch coming up starting at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time today. It uh, starts at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. 12 noon Eastern Time for the Magic Trick with Avi Friars. So make sure to be on Zoom for that. And, of course, a live lunch will go until 1 o'clock. Tonight at 7 p.m., the return of the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek. Fresh new program for Bahar Bechukosai. And then, of course, sponsored by the wonderful and incredible people at Kedem. We look forward to that tonight, early tomorrow morning, a 3 a.m rebroadcast, and then 10 a.m. rebroadcast tomorrow morning right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, last night, uh, before I went to sleep, I was uh, informed of some phenomenal news. So glad to share uh, the news of Moshe Wasserman's engagement to Lonnie Weinstock of Muncie. Moshe Wasserman of Bergenfield and Lonnie Weinstock of Muncie are a very, very recently engaged couple. Got this great news. From my dear friend, Alchanan Wasserman, last night. So to Amy and Alchanan Wasserman of Bergenfield, New Jersey, and the extended family. Uh, I believe I know the entire extended family, practically, on both sides of the Wasserman family. Uh, and, of course, to the wine stocks up in Muncie, we say mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. So those of you, those of you who feel that there's not enough good news coming out during this uh, corona time, guess what? We have amazing news. A major Mazel Tov, Moshe Wasserman, Lonnie Weinstock, Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. 50 degrees, mostly sunny, high temperature of 65. Then tonight, we've got showers late and a low temperature of 58. Tomorrow morning, showers and a high temperature of 85 degrees, believe it or not. That is hard to believe. 91.1 in Yerushalayim, heat wave in Jerusalem. 50 here in New York City as we say good morning. At JM in the AM, 6.37 in the morning as we continue uh, with plenty of great music. Today's a big day for us in terms of fundraising. We are going to directly appeal to everybody who's listening, if you haven't given yet, to support our 2020 fundraiser by going to fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. We're going to hear from Simon Jacob, chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative. We're going to hear from Steve Adelsberg, who uh, agreed to call in as long as he and I can talk about it can talk about how there's a dearth in sports, uh, in, in spectator sports this time, uh, at, at this time now with Corona. And Lenny Solomon, the king of schlock, is scheduled to call in. He's got a brand new uh, Corona, quote-unquote, isolation song. And we'll speak with him about that coming up here at JM in the AM. This is brand new from Chaim Yisrael, as we say good morning from JM in the AM. Shall <laughs> 
הזאת ניצק אליו בכל חיינו, זה רק ממנו, מאז ומתמיד ועד עולם. בטוב וגם ברע שלנו, יד ביד איתך הולכים, תשמור בכל שעה כל רגע, תזכור את הילדים. מלך חוזר, מושיע ומגן, מלך שומר
שלא מרגישים את הלהבה אשר בוערת מבפנים היא בתוך הנשמה מהירה וחמה יש אנשים המחפשים את האורות במקומות הרחוקים את הניצוץ התמידי שבכל יהודי J.M. in the A.M. That's Aish done by uh, Yaakov Shweki. Before that, you heard the uh, Barry Weber selection, Yachad. Eitz Chaim, that was Simcha Liner, Benny Friedman in there with Bashir And Melech Ozer, that was a brand new one from uh, Chaim Yisrael to open up that set here at J.M. in the A.M. Day 35 in the counting of the Omer. Five weeks, believe it or not, a month since Pesach. 
We have Yom Yerushalayim coming up a week from tomorrow. We have Shavuos coming up two weeks from tomorrow. Memorial Day weekend in between. Um, our friends at Ateret Koanim, they've got their program going on on Yom Yerushalayim. Don't worry, we will make sure to uh, update you as we get closer and closer with the exact web address as they get set to celebrate the 53rd anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. Our friends at American Friends of Ateret Koanim, Jerusalem High, that'll be live uh, go live, rather, on Thursday, Erev Yom Yerushalayim, next week. Galitzal in the background. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. A reminder that at uh, 11 o'clock today, we have a live lunch. We have an amazing lineup today. Uh, including Arye Kunstler, guest starring on Miriam L. Wallach's uh, program, That's Life, starting at 10.30 this morning. So we have a great lineup this morning, as we always do. But live lunch begins at 11. It'll be a Zoom live lunch, which means if you wish, you can Zoom in and watch the action. And Avi Fryer is going to be doing a magic trick for us at 12 noon. Avi Fryer's magic at 12 noon. Here's the Zoom code, 814-353-5064, 813-5064, 814-353-5064. The password, J-M-A-M. The password is J-M-A-M. That's for 11 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, 6 p.m. time in Israel. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from J-M and the A-M. גליצל מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, כנועם אבירם עם מה שקורה עכשיו. נער בן חמש עשרה חולץ במצב אנוש כשהוא מחוסר הכרה מבור מים בחצר בית פרטי בחולון. כתבתנו ליה ספילקין מעדכנת כי צוות של מגן דוד אדום שהגיע למקום פינה את הנער לבית החולים וולפסון תוך כדי פעולות החייאה. כתב אישום הוגש נגד אב לשמונה מן הדרום שהתעלל בבנותיו ובבת זוגו במשך כעשר שנים. מדווח כתבנו רמי שני. תושב באר שבע מואשם בהתעללות קשה ואכזרית באשתו ובנותיו במשך עשר שנים. במהלכן היכה אותן, הצליף בהן במקלות, הצמיד מגהץ לוהט לאורן ופגע בהן באופן קשה ביותר. פרקליטות המחוז הדרומי הגישה לבית המשפט המחוזי בבאר שבע בקשה לעצור את האיש עד לתום ההליכים המשפטיים כלפיו. משביעים ממשלה, יושב ראש כחול לבן גנץ עורך בשעה זו סבב חלוקת תיקים לחברי מפלגתו. חבר הכנסת אשכנזי יכהן כצפוי כשר החוץ, וחבר הכנסת ניסנקורן ימונה לשר המשפטים. כתב התחום הפוליטי יניר קוזין. שר התרבות והספורט הבא יהיה חילי טרופר. חבר הכנסת אלון שוסטר יתמנה לתפקיד שר החקלאות. איציק שמולי ממפלגת העבודה יכהן בממשלה הקרובה בתפקיד שר העבודה והרווחה. חברת הכנסת מיקי חיימוביץ' תכהן בתפקיד יושבת ראש ועדת הפנים והגנת הסביבה וגם כסגנית יושב ראש הכנסת ובעוד שנה וחצי בחילופי ראשי הממשלות תהיה בעדיפות ראשונה להתמנות לשרה ככל הנראה במשרד להגנת הסביבה. מספר החולים בקורונה ממשיך לרדת ועומד כעת על 3,939 בני אדם מתוכם 52 מונשמים. אתמול נערכו 7,130 בדיקות בתוך כך משרד הבריאות ערך בדיקת קורונה מדגמית למאות אנשי צוות רפואי ברחבי הארץ ורק אחד נמצא חולה. דיווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות מאיר מרציאנו.
השקר נערך בשמונה בתי חולים ברחבי הארץ, ביניהם שערי צדק, הדסה, וולפסון והשרון. כ-500 אנשי צוות רפואי נדגמו, קבוצות ממחלקות הקורונה וקבוצות ביקורת ממחלקות אחרות. רק איש צוות אחד שהיה ללא סימפטומים התגלה כחולה. המטרה הייתה לבחון את יעילות הנחיות אמצעי המיגון של המשרד לצוותים הרפואיים. לקראת חזרתו של הספורט הישראלי, יושב ראש מנהלת הליגה בכדורסל שמואל פרנקל קורא, אנו מקווים שנוכל לקיים את המשחקים עם קהל. בשיחה עם עידן קבלר ובוני גינצבורג התייחס פרנקל לאיומי הפרישה של מכבי תל אביב מהליגה ואמר, הלכנו לקראתם הרבה מעבר ליכולתנו. הקורונה הולכת ומסתיימת. אני רואה שב-14 לשישי פותחים את האולמות ופותחים את הבתי קולנוע ואני מקווה שיהיה לנו קהל שאנחנו נפתח. הלכנו הרבה לקראת מכבי, אבל כל אחד יש לו את הצרכים שלו. אני לא חושב שהבעיה שלנו היא מכבי תל אביב, הבעיה שלנו זה עם היורוליג. היורוליג לא סופר אף אחד, הוא עושה מה שהוא רוצה, לא מעניין אותו הליגות המקומיות. מזג האוויר חם מהרגיל עד שרבי, ייתכן גשם מקומי בדרום הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Let's go. 
chanson. La, 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 Enai hui sei saviv enai hui kulam 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 nikbetu La 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 
JM and the AM with Benny Friedman and Latova here on a JM and the AM Thursday morning. Kolachai had Sa'i Saviv. You heard Mizrach done by Lipa. Good morning. Day 35 in the counting of the Omer. Five weeks, believe it or not. And 
That sounds a lot better. 50 degrees, mostly sunny, a high 65. 91.1 degrees in Yerushalayim. Wow. 50 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. This portion of uh, NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. And also, keep in mind, A&H has a brand new website, kosherdogs.net. Kosherdogs.net. Every time you order from there, you can save 10% with promo code RADIO. Promo code RADIO. Kosherdogs.net. Hey, our friends at Artscroll have uh, released the Panay Menachem, Stories and Lessons of Torah Leadership, Compassion, and Empathy from the life of Rabbi Pinchas Menachem, Alter of Ger. Use promo code RADIO to save 15%. Use promo code RADIO to save 15%. Pre-order Living Emuna right now and save 10% with promo code RADIO. Pre-order Living Emuna, 10% with promo code RADIO. Go to artscroll.com and enjoy the savings. Again, that's artscroll.com. We're one week away from Yom Yerushalayim. Erev Yom Yerushalayim will be a week from today. And the American Friends of Atarat Kanim, Jerusalem Chai, the singular organization in the world working to restore with Jewish life and redeem the neighborhoods of the old city of Jerusalem, will be celebrating Yom Yerushalayim with an online concert celebrating their connection to the old city. It will include a tremendous number of great artists. And it'll happen all day Thursday, starting at midnight in Israel on Leil Yom Yerushalayim to celebrate the 53rd uh, anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. Details will be coming up. We'll, of course, remind you as we get closer and closer, and you'll have an opportunity to tune in and uh, see a great concert and to support the great work uh, happening in the old city of Jerusalem. JM and the AM, Simon Jacobs going to join us. He's, of course, the chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative, and he's going to give us a few words about the community that not only was created many, many years ago by JM and the AM, but the community that now has been proven to be more important than ever and why we should continue to support it. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we will speak with him and get his feelings on the matter uh, coming up here at JM in the AM. Full Thursday, including a Zoom live lunch. Live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time will feature at 12 noon Avi Fryer with a magic trick. So you can listen to the live lunch like you always do, but today you'll be able to Zoom in and participate through Zoom on our live lunch. And Avi Fryer from Florida will be doing a magic trick at 12 noon Eastern Time today. How do you like that? Um, what is the Zoom code, you ask? 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. Password, J-M-A-M. Again, the password, J-M-A-M. All right, so that's happening at 11 o'clock. Hope to speak to you then. Don't forget that uh, we have a full schedule today, including the return of the Erev Shabbos Show. Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, presents the Erev Shabbos Show for Bahar Bechu Kosai. Uh, and it'll happen at 7 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, 3 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow, and 10 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. All brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. All right, so keep that in mind as you get ready for your Erev Shabbos. Aryeh Kunstler and DJ Kraz have a brand new song called Closer. 
Here it is at JM in the AM. Close. 
J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, Closer, a brand new one from R.E.A. Kunstler um, here at J.M. in the A.M. Nice selection. Thursday morning, a drop early for Rabbi Goldwasser. His words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebrin Bilsevalevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Bilsevalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Halacha that from Lagba Omeran, the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying. How could we say this? The truth is, we learn, Kulon may Subeperak Echod that all the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva passed on. The answer is that actually, according to the Zohar, Rabbi Akiva was also supposed to die, but there was a great miracle that happened. He lived, and he had Talmidim, and those Talmidim restored Torah to the entire world. One of those great Talmidim was the famous Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Bar Yochai once said, that if there are only a thousand who are Yirei Shamayim, a thousand in which the world deserves to live, he and his son are among them. If there are only a hundred, he said, my son and I are among them. If there are only two, then it is me and my son. The question is asked by the great Rav Shraga Grossbard, why did Rav Shimon Bar Yochai said, if there's only two, then it's my son and I. Why didn't he go down one number and say, and if there's only one, then it's me? Rav Grossbart answers, Ein davar kazeh. There is no such an entity. Ein ani belibani. I am not alone in this world. I must be able to give over Torah to the next generation to have Talmidim and Talmidos. This is the purpose of a human being, to give over to the Dor HaTzo'er, the Mesorah, the tradition, all that we have learned from our fathers and grandfathers and great-grandfathers, we give over to the next generation. There are two Simonim in Shulchan Aruch, two particular chapters that deal with Kibbut Ava Aim, the respect for father and mother in Kavod Rabbo and the respect for teachers and rabbis. Rabbi Avraham Matthias asks, Mi hu hachichacham? Who is the smartest among all the creations? Some will say it's the dolphins. They have a sophisticated way of communication. Some will say it's the fox. As Rashi tells us that the fox lies in wait and cannot maneuver the other creatures. However, the Tiferes Yisrael tells us something fantastic, that the truth is, there is a certain Balchai that is called the Orangutan, and that is the smartest of all the creations. It says he could be a Shoev Mayim, it could be trained to do an occupation, or Chotev Eitzim, or a woodchopper. If you seat him by a table with a fork and a knife, he will know how to use it. Ravatias asked, We have been around since creation, and also the orangutan has been around since creation. Why is it that man was able to put someone on the moon, and the orangutan sits and eats bananas? The reason is 
is because the orangutan has no respect for its young. Its young has no particular respect for it. All it sees is father eats a banana, he finishes the banana, he puts the peel on the side. He eats another banana, he puts the peel on the side. The son does not respect the father in any particular way. Even if the son could learn something from the father, he doesn't particularly strive to follow his father's ways. However, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai teaches us that our entire life is Vishinantam Levonecho. Teach your students, raise them up to be inspired, to be spiritual, to be close to Hashem. That is our tafkid in this world. Bezer Hashem Yisparach. May we see a generation inspired, enthusiastic, and close to Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
the blood in my eyes or do we all look the same when we all look the other way J.M. and the A.M., the Moshav Band, Will It Ever Stop? Uh, we didn't pay enough attention to the news story because of Lock Bomer and all the uh, all the celebrating, frankly, over the last couple of days. Uh, we had not paid enough attention to the story about the Israeli soldier, Amit Ben Yigal, um, who was killed in the northern part of the West Bank Tuesday morning after being struck in the head by a large rock during an arrest raid. Sergeant First Class Amit Ben Yigal was a member of the Golani Reconnaissance Battalion, carrying out a series of four arrests overnight in the village of Yabed, west of Janine. As the troops were making their way out of the village, the uh, a small group of uh, youths began throwing rocks at them. The rock that killed Ben Yigal appeared to have been thrown from the roof of one of the homes on the outskirts of the village, which has uh, often seen clashes between residents and IDF troops. The rock hit the soldier directly in the head. The spokesman said the soldier was wearing a helmet, but it hit him at an angle, and according to some, a preliminary army probe showed the assailant, assailant had waited for the soldier to lift his head to look up before hurling the rock at him. This reminiscent, of course, of the uh, murder of Ronen Lubarsky from uh, from the um, Adovdevan unit, who was killed two years ago when, uh, when a marble slab was thrown at his head uh, back in May of 2018. Um, so this was a disaster, and what made the story even more heartbreaking, obviously there's no words to describe any family that goes through this, but what made it even uh, more heartbreaking is that um, that uh, he's from Ramat Gan, and, um, and his father told the Khan radio station that he was his only child, requiring him to receive special permission in order to serve in a combat unit. Ben Yigal had two sisters on his mother's side. But this is uh, an only child for his father. His father said he came from a Zionist household. He loved the people of Israel, the land of Israel. So you can imagine how much more heartbreaking it is. He was promoted uh, posthumously to staff, from staff sergeant to sergeant first class, and he's the first IDF soldier to be killed in action in the year 2020. Hopefully that uh, number will not increase. J.M. and the A.M. at 21 minutes before 8 o'clock on this uh, Thursday morning broadcast. Uh, American Friends of Atarit Kaunim, Jerusalem Chai, they're going to be celebrating Yom Yerushalayim number, number 53 one week from today on Erev Yom Yerushalayim. They release an amazing and incredible celebration video. Uh, to celebrate the 53rd Yom Yerushalayim. We'll give you all the details as we get closer. American friends of Atarat Kornim, Jerusalem Chai, always with a major event on Yom Yerushalayim, and to their credit this year, a major event on Yom Yerushalayim, a little different than we're used to, but a major event. Also, I remind you, we have a full schedule today, including Miriam L. Wallach at 10.30 interviewing Aryeh Kunstler, but then right after, our live lunch begins at 11 o'clock. And today's live lunch, you are invited to participate in through Zoom. 
You could listen to the Nahum Siegel Network, or you could actually zoom in and participate with us. The Zoom password or the Zoom ID is 814-353-5064, 814-353-5064. Password is JMAM. And the reason you want to zoom in today is not just to have fun with us, but Avi Fryer, our friend from Florida, is going to be doing a magic trick on Zoom and on the air at 12 noon Eastern time. So again, the Zoom ID is 814-353-5064, and the password is JMAM. As you know, we are in the middle of our fundraiser. And this program and this network, which has been a very important part of the Jewish world, I'm proud to say, for the last 36 years, has proven over the last couple of months to be an even more important part of the Jewish world. And I think the support we're getting during this fundraiser reflects that. As people continue to point out, Uh, some of the amazing things that we are able to do and the conversations we're able to have specifically for our community during this COVID-19 pandemic. Our chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative is, of course, Simon Jacob. I've asked him to come on for a couple of minutes and just give his uh, perspective on why people who are listening and who appreciate what we do and love tuning in every day should go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org and give as generously as possible at this time. Simon Jacob, shalom. I know you're in Yerushalayim, Baruch Hashem. Shalom, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, bracha, nachum. Shalom, bracha. Nice to speak you with know, you. Tell, tell, yeah, every, tell everybody how things are in Yerushalayim right now. They're hot. <laughs> 90, 91 degrees, it says here. Yeah, it's actually pretty hot here, um, and it's supposed to go up to almost 100 on Shabbat. Wow. So they already announced that because the Minyanim are still outside, um, that, you know, at least, Baruch Hashem, they're outside. At least we're having Minyanim right. here. Um, the Because of that, when the weather gets this hot, there is no air conditioning. <laughs> So when we're trying to daven, um, they they purposely have they've moved the minyan uh, 45 minutes earlier on shacharit for shacharit on Shabbat in order to uh, help the chazan uh, and everybody else deal with the heat because we're going to be davening outside. Simon Jacobs with us, and I must remind the audience, especially those listening here in the U.S. and in Europe that in Israel, restrictions are much, much less right now than they have been, and certainly compared to our two continents. So that when Simon says outdoor minyanim, that's being done 100% with legal authority and with rabbinic authority. Simon, what's the official start time? Do you know the official start time for Shabbat morning? <laughs> the official start time is at 7.15 ah. for our show. And normally it would, but, be, normally it would be about 8 o'clock. 8.15. 8.15, well. It's actually 8.15. So... Um, But I want to say something more. Um, You've given me an opportunity to say something to people. Uh, This pandemic is one of the wake-up calls that we have that we are, you know, that the Jewish community is a global community. It's not, you know, just in Israel or just in America or just anywhere. We're really global. And um, this is something that uh, Nahum and the NSN network uh, latched onto years ago. This is not the first. I mean, we when we left being a radio station in the New York metropolitan area, um, we were criticized that how could you do such a thing and go onto the network and what have you? How could you go from a broadcast that was focused 
um, from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. to being, you know, 24-6. This this pandemic is really uh, an absolute, uh, you know, such a strong such a strong push for exactly um, what Nahum has been doing, that we are a global community, that we are a unified Jewish community, that we consider uh, things that are happening anywhere in the world to Jews as being uh, Jews in those parts of the world being our brothers and sisters, and that we reach out and uh, try to help in any way we can. And we've shown that over the years, um, whether it be in Paris or whether it be in uh, Venice or whether it be in Houston, uh, Texas, um, or whether it be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, this this uh, plague that we're going through with COVID-19 is a global wake-up call for the Jewish community. And this is exactly what NSN is trying to address and trying to help and trying to provide um, a method by which Jews can reach out to one another and uh, not only get information, but be um, be supported and get koach from, uh, get energy from, get, um, you know, between, besides the music and the stories and the, you know, the, the just the absolute um, incredible feelings that you get from people, from Jews all over the world. It's, it's, it's just beautiful. And it's something that really, really needs your support. It's such a difficult time now. Um, there's so many businesses that are having problems now. There's so many people that are out of work now. Um, people who would normally be our strongest supporters are really going through some difficult times. So we ask that any of you that can, and obviously we know that it's difficult for many, many of you, but any of you that can, I personally ask, uh, please reach out and try to help uh, JM and the AM treat please try to help uh, the um, NSN staff because this is such an important part of the Jewish of the Jewish nation of the Jewish global community it's just you know it, you can't see it any more than you than we've seen it over the last uh, over the last month month and a half so please um, I ask all of you to help support in in whatever way you can, every single you know, eighteen dollars counts. It helps every 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 dollar. Um, Twenty six, if it's uh, <laughs> with the name of Hashem, Shem Hashem, um, would be even more helpful. But anything you can do. You know, Simon. You know? The other day, someone gave seventeen, which I I said, wow, that's funny. You know, usually we when we, most of the time it's you know within Chai. When, when when you and your community give, it's usually in in the denominations of twenty six. But for most of us. It's usually high. And then someone said to me, yeah, the, the gematria of 17 is tov, and people want to give you a blessing that things be good, things be tov. You know, and as you're speaking, and I thank Simon, because there are a lot of, I, most people at this point after 36 years think that I do this pretty well when I ask people to support this cause, and, I, and I'm glad I'm able to do it well. But there's certain things I really am not comfortable saying, and I, I appreciate Simon bringing them out to this audience, and I encourage you to go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. But, Simon, just one more note I want to make. 
um, uh, and with you on the phone, and that is that uh, as you're saying this, as you're going through Atlanta, Pittsburgh, P- Paris, etc., I'm saying to myself, just in the last two weeks, we've spoken with spoken on the phone with Australia, Venice, Montreal, uh, Hollywood, Florida. And this is just in the last two weeks through conversations that are of interest to the entire Jewish globe. So we don't even need major productions and traveling halfway around the world to prove to people that we are increasing the brotherhood and the sisterhood every single day here, it seems. There's somebody on from somewhere on this planet of interest to everybody who's tuned in. So I thank you for yeah. pointing that out. Sometimes I myself <laughs> have to sit back yeah. and realize that we are really attracting a tremendous global entity and doing something that nobody else can do. Nobody can go to their shul and 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 hear from you know from people you know half halfway around the world you know at a moment's notice here that literally happened last week I don't know if you heard it but on Erev Lag Ober, someone called in at 7:20 in the morning from Australia said they have a special a unity event going on for Lagba Omer in Australia. I said, would you be willing, his name is Rabbi Schlanger, I said, would you be willing to go on now and just mention this? And sure enough, he goes on and we talk about the Jewish community of Australia and the program they're doing that was open to everybody around the world. So this is not, we're not making up stories, folks. This is what's happening on a daily basis. And that's why we're asking that during this May 2020 fundraiser, our annual fundraiser, this is not an emergency fundraiser, it's not one of those special fundraisers. This is what we ask every single year. You'll be a regular supporter of ours. So please go. The easiest way is fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. There is a phone number in our studio. If you insist on calling it in and you want to give it to us directly, that's fine at 212 529 And I also want to remind people about the address here because there are people who do not feel comfortable with the credit card system and are not comfortable calling us, but they are comfortable putting a check in an envelope. And if you're doing that, it's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, second floor, Suite number three, New York, New York, 1002. It's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. That is how the check is made payable. Uh, 551 Grand Street, second floor, suite number three, New York City, 1002. But again, the easiest, best, and obviously the most popular way right now for anybody to give and support us is FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org, FJB unity.org and we, and we wanted to and i remember discussing this with simon probably three years ago uh just when we broke away and became our own independent network we wanted to include the word unity in 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 the support we wanted to make sure that people realized that unity was an important part of this mission uh, because we want to entertain we want to give the proper family values and we certainly want to focus on israel those, those are parts of our mission statement but the unity aspect that simon just addressed that is also a very important part of the unity can aspect. I just, of the, can I just do one last thing, Nachum? Of course, Simon. One last thing. I just, I really want to extend to everybody who's listening um, an incredible bracha. Uh, you should have brachot on top of brachot on top of brachot. People who are people who are sick should have a, a refuah, um, a very quick refuah. And a refuah shleima, a, a, a fast and you know a very speedy and full recovery. Mm-hmm. And those of you who are um, really hurting right now, uh, 
please God, Hashem should uh, extend an unbelievable bracha on all of you. And that's from uh, me sitting here in Jerusalem. And Simon, because you're in Jerusalem, I want to make one other point because you, of course, keep reminding me of important points. Yesterday, I'm on the phone with a friend of mine who's a regular traveler to Israel. That's what he does. He's always back and forth. And he says, I cannot remember a time when 10 weeks have gone by and I was not in Israel. I can't remember a time. Like That's how long ago it happened. And I'm saying to myself, wow, we're the only connection that people have to Israel. People can't travel to Israel right now. Certainly, we're not allowed to travel to Israel right now. Maybe residents or citizens of Israel can. We cannot travel to Israel right now and certainly haven't been able to over the last couple of months. And people had, I'm sure, big Pesach plans to travel to Israel. And we can't right now. And uh, when and when we have you on from Jerusalem, when we have our chief of staff, Yigal, on from Jerusalem, when we have Rabbi Fass on from Nefesh Benefesh, when we have others on from the Holy Land, it is really one of the only connections that people have to Israel at this time that we are completely isolated. We're not just isolated right now. We're isolated from our Holy Land. And right. and that is a, you know, that that's it may be hard to comprehend when you're on that side of the ocean. But for us, it's a stark reality. And this... I, I, go ahead, I I'm feel sorry. it every single... I, I, you know, you're, you're expressing the, um, the negative, which is what most of the Jewish community is feeling about not being able to come back. I normally would travel back and forth once a month because I work in the United States. But this is the longest I have been in Israel <laughs> since I was a teenager when I came for a summer. Um, this is the absolute longest I've stayed here. It has been such an incredible pleasure. Um, you know, I, 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 I want to tell you something else. Uh, Israel is an incredibly special place. Um, I expressed to you that my daughter had been, uh, has been working in uh, Shari Tzedek in, the, in what they call the um, Keter wards, which are Keter is the same as uh, Corona. Crown, which is the Corona wards, and uh, and she's been working in there. And when she went to work, uh, she she put out a Facebook post, and I got a number of calls from uh, nurses and doctors in New York who said, "You better be there to support this girl because she is going to be going through hell, and you've got to be able to give her co-op, give her strength, and and be prepared for this." And I can't tell you. Uh, how positive an experience it has been for her um, to see to see how Jews take care of Jews. Wow! I can't tell you how beautiful it has been. Um, there, there is a reason why. Uh, well, the doctors don't understand here why um, the mortality rate's been so low, but. The care that uh, is and covered that's given to older Jews here has just been unbelievable. Um, three three people last week went back from uh, the Shari Tzedek ward. I think the youngest was 88, and and the next one was 90 something, and the other one was like 96. The, they, these are people that, unfortunately, in in the rest of the world, they just write off, and here. They, they've given them care, and uh, and it's it's been 
it's been something beautiful to watch. I can only something imagine. Something beautiful to hear and something beautiful that every Jew should be proud of. Okay. And, and circling back to uh, what goes on here, and I thank you for that. When we spoke to the nurse from Shari Tzedek, one of your daughter's colleagues, and she described to us how uh, how difficult yet how fulfilling what she's doing now is, uh, I think she was also amazed by the care and concern of the brothers and sisters that she has around the world who actually who actually were curious and caring about what she was going through. And that's what we were able to express from 6,000 miles away. Everybody out there, it's fundraiser time. Please don't forget us. We are built, thank God, on a lot of people giving us relatively you know, reasonable donations. This is not the type of effort where, you know, we have a hundred people giving 25 grand. Thank God. It's the type of effort. We have thousands who are giving, you know, one eighties, three sixties, five hundreds, a thousand, et cetera. Um, so please help us at this time. If you're able to, by going to fjbunity.org using the address I gave earlier, the phone number here, if you wish. Um, and again, it's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Simon, I thank you. Thank you for being uh, not okay. not only a friend, but such a great leader uh, for I, us and with us. It's much appreciated. I thank you to Nachum, and uh, and I wish everybody, everybody a Shabbat Shalom Vrach, and looking forward to Yom Yerushalayim next week. Uh, yes, it's going to be a great Please one. Be well. it'll, be, it'll be great in Israel, that I can tell you, but we're going to try to make it great here as well. The amazing Simon Jacob, I thank him, our chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative. Uh, again, it's fjbunity.org. He mentioned Yom Yerushalayim. We will remind you as we get closer about the American Friends about Tarot Kohanim, Jerusalem Chai celebration that's going to be online, plus, of course, our Yom Yerushalayim special one week from tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. Don't forget today at 11 a.m. a Zoom live lunch. Zoom live lunch with code 814-353-5064. Avi Fryer is going to be doing a magic trick with us during our Zoom live lunch. Again, it's 814-353-5064. The password is JM. AM And also tomorrow, not only will uh, Malcolm Holmline be with us, not only will Rabbi Yudin be with us, but Dr. Stuart Ditchik will be with us. An important update regarding coronavirus tomorrow with Dr. Ditchik right here at JM in the AM. Another siren wails, just an ordinary day. Was it anyone I know? How can life go on this way? We sing the words out loud To strengthen one another Together Standing proud Chazak, Chazak We stand as one Chazak, Chazak must be strong. We will go on. Hello, 
J.M. and the A.M., we are one, all right. Chazak Amenu. It's a message I hope comes through every single day here at J.M. and the A.M. and the Nachum Siegel Network. Between Matis on Sunday with J.M. Sunday, me doing the morning show five days a week, Avrami on Saturday night, we literally are here seven days for you every single week, proving Chazak Amenu. And you could support us and continue to support us by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, support our 2020 fundraiser. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. The King of Schlock is with us live via telephone, and I want to do this song before I speak to him, but I want to first introduce him to the audience, and then we'll go straight to a song that I want to discuss with him. Uh, you think after uh, a million songs, Lenny has uh, <laughs> Lenny's exhausted his catalog? No, you think during Corona, Lenny would be uh, suffering from writer's block? No, <laughs> you think during Corona, Lenny would have a creative problem? No, <laughs> not at all. The King of Schlock is with us live via telephone. The great Lenny Solomon from Israel, I believe. King, yes, welcome indeed. back. King, welcome yes, back. Indeed. King, welcome How back. How are you, Malcolm? It's great to be here. King, welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, it's, it's fantastic to be here. Thank you. Do you remember that recording session with Chazak Amenu? Oh, I do, and I want you to know, um, actually, I think that I recorded it in Israel and then emailed the tracks in for me. I mean, that's got to be I, like, like I close to... I was listening to this song, and I was thinking, boy, I haven't heard that song in a while, and I, it, it was just, it's, it's so emotional. It's such an emotional song. Is it possible that that's 20 years ago, or close to 20 years ago? Yes, I think I think so. That's unbelievable. That really is unbelievable. Anyway, um, I, I usually like yesterday when Eighth Day was on. We'll do a whole, especially when it's by phone. We'll do a whole conversation. I'll wrap up with whatever single we were referring to during the conversation and and wrap it up. I want to do it differently with you, if you don't mind. I know you're holding on from Israel, but I want to do it differently. I want to do this song, which you call the lockdown song. Uh, I guess we're officially calling it Schlockrock, right? It's Schlockrock, the lockdown song, right? 
Well, it's it's a Lenny. I called it Lenny Solomon. Okay, yeah, Lenny Solomon the lockdown. Okay, song. Lenny Solomon the lockdown song. And I want to do this first. Lockdown, obviously referring to the times that we're in right now, and uh, and then we'll talk about it. Is that cool? Yeah, I'd love it. All right, Lenny Solomon, the King of Schlock, is with us live via telephone. This is the three-minute song he created during the lockdown. It's called Schlock Rock, the Lockdown Song at JM in the AM. He calls it the lockdown song. Okay, King of Schlock, Lenny Solomon, for those who are frustrated, wondering if this is original or a parody, what song is it? Well, it's an original song. That's number one. Very cool. Um, because it sounds like an old-time rock and roll song, you know. A lot of stylizations of the 70s. You right. hear the Rolling Stones, right. Bruce Springsteen, people have said David Bowie, people right. have said, of course, Billy Joel. Right. Um, but... The truth is that I wrote the song, and I wrote it after my 17-year-old daughter, who's in 11th grade. She was supposed to go to Poland this year. 
right? That obviously went by the wayside. And she just comes up to me and says, this is a disaster. The whole year is a disaster. I can't do anything. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then, you know, and then I said, I'm going to write this song through her eyes, you know, and that's why it does. That's why it does have a tinge of anger in it. (laughs) You know, it's, it's. You know, the funny thing is I'm not bored. <laughs> right. But I'm saying because you're doing it through a teenager's eyes, that's why it has that tinge of real resentment in it. <laughs> yes, it does. And then not only that, we did a music video that's on YouTube. And my, my daughter, who took is in communications, and she goes to Amit Noga in, here in Ramat Beit Shemesh. Right. And um, so she, we shot the entire music video on my iPhone 11, and then she got a, a $2.99 app called Splice, and she did the entire song <laughs> on that phone. That's so unbelievable. She did the video. That's... I didn't do any. All I did was I said, okay, let's shoot here. Let's shoot there. You know, we took, we picked this, we started off with the Beit Shemesh Amphitheater because, you know, every Sukkot there's a big festival. Right. Right. And, you know, everything is empty now, you know. So we, you know, I, I kind of, you know, some a couple of people have said to me, you know, Lenny, why, you know, what is this song? You know, you're not bored. I'm not bored. <laughs> you <laughs> got a lot of stuff to do. You got plenty I've to done, do. <laughs> I've done 20 Schlockrock office quarantine concerts. Wow, that's great. <laughs> in the last month. You must have never thought when this first started, you were probably thinking you're not going to be busy at all. Yes, I didn't think I would ever work. And the funny thing is, all I do is I set up my piano in my office, and I have a backdrop with a Kesher record. Oh, is that correct? And, and Daniel and Babylon poster, and then another <laughs> sign which my daughter Shani made, which said Lenny Solomon Live. And that's my set. Phenomenal. And there's no, there's no schlepping. <laughs> it's if, the best. if you've done 20 of them, then obviously the word's getting around that it's good, high quality, and a lot of fun. Yes, and it is it is a lot of fun, and um, I'm actually doing a surprise birthday party this Sunday. Oh, is that cool? Oh, is that cool? And so you'll have all these kids and adults zoomed in to your to your party to your music. Well, they gave they they set up the Zoom. They give me the code. I just go in. That's so cool. And I did an office party for Pesach. You know, um, I done I've done schools in Australia, schools in England, schools in America. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, so I'm not bored. I'm having a great time. <laughs> now, th- that being said, that being said, it, it's a very serious time right now. Yeah. You know, and we we all, you know, I, you know, the, the I was listening to your to um uh to the caller before to your interviewer before Simon. And uh, yes, I also travel to America every six to eight weeks. Right. You know that I haven't been to America since February. Right. And if you would tell me, Lenny, your next concert is next February. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I might actually be a year in Israel straight. This it, might be my gap year. It would be <laughs> it would be a combination of uh of hard to believe of or, or, or I should say believable and surprised at the same time. Yes. Unbelievable. No, I, you know, so it really it was it was really uh, the, the the 
the song, I wasn't even planning on writing a Corona song. Who, who wants to hear another Corona song? <laughs> right. You know? But I want to tell you something, Lenny. This, I, I, you, you can imagine, you know, you and I have had talks about your original songs a million times. And they're, you know, you, you write in so many different styles. And every album that you've released that has not been schlock rock type, you know, you're calling this Lenny Solomon, not schlock rock, that, that has not been schlock rock type, all has a different musical theme to it or a direction to it. This one, I think you knew would just grab everybody because especially us old timers who who love those 70s and 80s hooks in the music, it just it's it speaks right in, right to us. It goes right into our wheelhouse. So you could you could imagine. I, and I by the way, that's why I said to you when I asked you the question, is this original or a schlock song? I was 50-50 on it. I'm saying to myself, this might actually be a song that I should know. And I don't I'm thinking, is that Rick Springfield? Is that his song? You know, like, right. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, is that I didn't know it would be a hit until I sent it to three engineers. And each one of them came back and said, this is a hit song. Yeah, this, this is, is it. Lenny, Lenny, this is a hit song. This is a hit song. I mean, the, no other way to say it. It's amazing. It really is amazing. And I, I, I didn't plan on it. I didn't plan on any. I didn't plan on writing. What does your really, daughter um, say now that she was the inspiration? Now, you know, my, on my agenda, the most, the most important thing on my agenda right now is I've got to get Daniel in Babylon. It's eight right. years. May thirty first is eight years since I finished Daniel in Babylon. I remember being in your studio when we were talking about it coming out. I remember that. And, uh, but now, n- a, n- now theater in general is not really uh, operating, as you know. No. What was everything what, is shut down? What was everything. your do- What was your daughter's reaction to being the inspiration for the lockdown song? She didn't know until and while we were vi- videoing uh. it, I was saying, you know, I, Abigail. Her name is Abigail. I said, uh, I. This is your. I wrote this for you. Right. <laughs> she said she didn't know. That's hilarious. I'll tell you. Because you, uh, you, li- you literally, you, know, you, li- was- you literally hear the teenage frustration in it. Maybe anger was the wrong word. Teenage frustration may be more accurate. Yes, frustration for sure. Yeah. Let us out. Let us free. <laughs> so the, you know, and, and that brings us to the big machloket about whether or not you keep everybody in the house or you just let everybody out you yeah, know yeah and uh where you are every family's going through that now there are families that are happy about the easing of restrictions but they themselves are still not sending their kids to school that's correct and we are one of those people because we have my, my mother-in-law who's 79 is in the house and mm. my my wife doesn't want to take any chances i you know? hear it believe me i hear it are you kidding me I've I've made it very clear that with very very few exceptions I've been nowhere but in my apartment and across the street here in my studio and nobody else has been in the studio for the last eight weeks so yeah every I get it and and the truth is the way you just described it I think uh, or the way we just spoke about it I think is really everyone's um, uh, opinion I think there is a, a even I want to see the loosening of certain restrictions. Uh, but I don't know if I would go ahead and participate in some of the things that I'm advocating to open up. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, 100%. And now in Israel, what I have heard is by June 14th, if everything stays status quo, all the restrictions will disappear. Wow. That's that's what I've heard. June you mean a wedding, a wedding, number. a I wedding? Know, I don't know where they came to that date. So but, a wedding in Israel would be able to have 500 people at that point? Yes, June 14th. Wow. Up until... Up until June fourteenth, it's it'll it'll get to a hundred. It's going in 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 increments, but I must tell you that um, you know we're we're basically you know our yomats ma'ut and our uh, everything we've been a lot but Omer we were not allowed to you know really do things right. you know. 
Well, look, Israel had a big advantage, frankly. One port of entry, a lot of fines given out, lockdowns on the appropriate days. Uh, you yeah, know, it's not—it's not like it's, you know, and, and and obviously New York is unfortunately the capital of the world, and therefore New York is the capital of Corona because of the hundreds and hundreds of flights that landed in each one of their airports from Europe and other places of the world every single day, and uh, and we are now you know in this situation, and I'm sure you're following the situation here in New York and New Jersey very closely from where you are. I do. I follow it every day, and I uh, yeah. follow. First thing is, and and, and you know, we're, this is the first time my Kaddish Barko has cut off the Jews from Chutzlaretz with the Jews in yeah. Israel, yeah. which is crazy. Since the creation of the just, state, right? Since the creation of the state. Yes, that's crazy. I used to take planes like people take buses. Yeah. You know. And, and and then of course and then of course the reason the real reason why you're able to follow the news in New York and New Jersey so closely is you have no Ranger games to tune into, so that's that's no a help. Ranger games, and not only that, no <laughs> YU Mac games. I don't even get me started. I, I'm just starting to recover from that. <laughs> but I remember, must tell you that was the big kicker when they canceled that tournament and I thought to myself we could have been champions of the entire nation well as I said to coach David Blatt last week on the air uh, the good thing is that YU won its last game of the season and that's the goal of every single team that starts the tournament so (laughs) that's true true. that is true Lenny Solomon the king of schlock the song is called the lockdown song Lenny how do people access the lockdown song so there's lots of different ways. First thing is uh, you just got to go to YouTube and, and type in the lockdown song Lenny Solomon, and you can watch the video and, and watch the song. You could go on Spotify. You could go on iTunes. You can go on Amazon. You can go all these. It's everywhere, or it will be everywhere in the next day or two. Um, and, of course, schlockrock.com. It'll be on schlockrock.com and the Four Corners Project. Uh, org. I wouldn't be shocked if radio stations outside our community picked up that song. By the way, well, I actually sent it to a country a country DJ. I thought that, that good it idea. got some country appeal. Good idea. I haven't heard back. I haven't heard back yet. I don't know exactly how you <laughs> how you get it to cross. You know, because I'm right. I'm a Jewish musician. I mean, I you know, get I'm that. I'm a Jewish rocker, not a rocker that happens to be Jewish. I get that, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm st- I still think it has appeal in many different communities, that's for sure. Lenny, uh, to wrap things up, can you do me a favor? Can you help me promote uh, what's happening at 11 a.m. today? We have a live lunch, which we do every Thursday, as you know, for years. And at 11 a.m., we're going to invite everybody through Zoom to not only listen to the live lunch, but, if, but you know, see us in action. Uh, as we've been doing a few times since this all started around Purim time. Uh, but today, our friend Avi Fryer is going to do a magic trick on Zoom and on the and on the air. Uh, but, of course, for the visual, I'm pushing the Zoom uh, at 12 noon Eastern time. Can you just tell everybody how great Avi is, please? I must tell you, Avi Fryer goes back to sh- with with Schlockrock. He goes back when we were when we were becoming, you know, when we were growing and he came up to me and he used to write song parodies, come up to me with his versions. And Into the Sea is actually a a um a, a co-writing between me and Avi Fry. And you know and you know that I've told you and you know that I've told you that Into the Sea might be as far as I'm concerned the best Schlockrock song. You know, I've said yes. that, and you know that I'm a very strict grader when it comes to your material. <laughs> yes, and, and Avi was one of the co-writers of that song. And, and the thing about it is, he's so talented, he's so creative, 
And it's off-the-cuff creativity. It's not just, I plan this. He, he, what comes out of his mouth is it, pure creativity, humor, and fun. I would urge everybody to go. And also, everybody has to go and give and, and give to your tremendous fundraiser. Thank because you. I, I, just re- I remember being 1984 in WYUR <laughs> studio with you when I was launching my career. Wow. I remember 19... And I, was, I would come... All the time to union, and I would, and it, it's the greatest. This, the, you are the number one Jewish radio personality in the world, and people have to support it. It's very important. Thank you very much for that, Lenny. Everybody can go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank you for that as uh, we get serious toward the end of each week about our fundraiser, and I really do thank you for that. Also, as Lenny just recommended, <clears throat> excuse me, participate with us in the Zoom live lunch. We start at 11 a.m., and Avi Fryer will be part of it with a magic trick. The Zoom ID is 814-353-5064, 814-353-5064. We're going to use the password JMAM, so 814-353-5064, and we're going to use the password JMAM. Hey, King, congratulations. The lockdown song is a big hit, and I really appreciate you taking the time to join us and talk about it this morning. It's my pleasure, and, and we hope to. I hope to see you soon in Israel, or in America, or or yeah, somewhere, <laughs> or somewhere. And and now, no more, no more saying goodbye with you telling me go Rangers. Now it's go Max. As simple as that. Now our new fa- roll Max roll. There That's you go. Hundred percent. The big YU Max team. Uh, our big thank you to Lenny Solomon, the King of Schlock. Check out the lockdown song, everybody. It is an amazing 2020 production. I think you will enjoy it tremendously more coming oh speaking of lenny i said to myself i am going to wrap up this segment with one of my favorite schlock rock songs which by the way if i had to rank them it would be it would take me hours honestly to sit and rank my favorite schlock rock songs um i'm not no i'm not talking about the all-time best schlock rock i'm talking about my favorite schlock rock songs like into the sea which i just mentioned or that lenny just mentioned anyway because we're getting close to Shabbos, this is one of my favorite schlock rock songs at JM in the AM. You open up your eyes as the candles, they are lit. The week is over now, at the table the family sits. Your face is starting to show
Zadie, Zadie, you're telling me what Shabbos means to you. That God surely loves me like he does every Jew. Oh, 
J.M. and the A.M., Yummy Lowy, with a uh, song that really says it all. We pray for the uh, well-being and for the speedy recovery of all those in our community and, uh, and around the world who are ill in general, and it's certainly ill because of the coronavirus situation, which has been, uh, it seems now, is somewhat under control. Obviously, it was running rampant without any control just a few weeks ago. J.M. and the A.M., Thursday. My thanks to everybody who's contributing. I really appreciate it. My thanks to everybody who's uh, helping us uh, keep on going with um, donations to uh, JMM and the uh, Nahum Siegel Network, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Uh, listener Leslie, thank you. Leslie is from uh, Rockaway, New Jersey, and has donated, and I thank you. Uh, Judy Hertzfeld who is um, a major Jewish radio fan, has uh, tossed in a donation. I thank her and the Hertzfeld family. I thank her very much for that. And I want to take this opportunity to um, to thank the King of Schlock for his donation. Thank you to Lenny. That was very nice. He just mentioned the fundraiser when he was on the air, and he just gave, so I thank him very much. Uh, I want to thank... Um, I want to thank Esther from Cleveland, Ohio, who's just made a donation in memory of her father uh, and in commemoration of her father's yard site, Moshe ben David Binyamin. Moshe ben David Binyamin. And I thank you and I thank Ohio for coming through um, for us here today. And I want to thank uh, our good friend Linda Allen out in Oceanside, she and the Allen family, donating 10 times high to our fundraiser. And a big, big thank you. I also want to thank... I want to thank um, Adina and Ed Arf. And normally I wouldn't have a problem reading a letter that was sent to me about this network, but this one is so filled with incredible, (laughs) really incredible compliments that even I, I don't think, can read it on the air. All all I could say is that part of the letter says the purpose of this letter is to be Makir Tov, and thank you for all that you do for our Jewish community worldwide. And uh, and there's a lot more that they wrote, and I thank them tremendously. And their donation 
uh, is being done in memory of Tzirul Bashmuel, Tzirul Bashmuel, whose yard site was the 13th of ER, and I thank them very, very much. And Judy Landy sent us a beautiful note with a donation in honor of her mom's 10th yard site, uh, which is uh, going to be the 13th of Sivan this year, comes out on June the 5th, and in honor of the Siegel family, and I thank you very, very much, and in honor of Rabbi Goldwasser and Rabbi Yudin and everybody here. So thank you to Judy out in Brooklyn, New York, for that wonderful donation. FJBUnity.org. Um, as we get toward the end of these weeks, that's when we get really serious about our fundraisers, or about our fundraiser, I should say. Uh, so I thank you all who have uh, responded today so far, and uh, keep it going, as we say. Yishai Rebo, brand new. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
אתה רוצה שנבין מזה? איך מתנתקים ומתחברים אל הלב הזה? רוצה לחיות אותך ולא להיות לבד. ומה אתה רוצה שנלמד מזה? ואיך נדע להתאחד בפירוד הזה? שמע ישראל השם אחד ושמו אחד. אחד ושמו אחד. J.M. and A.M. Thursday morning on day 35 in the counting of the Omer. 35. That's two weeks. Yishai Rebo, he's amazing. I was reading up on his history the other day. I guess it helps when you start singing almost professionally at the age of eight. <laughs> so when you get to his age, because he's still pretty young, uh, he has honed his skills and become an international sensation. Yishai Rebo, he did a great job the other night when we were doing the Migdal Or show. What an incredible show he did from Israel as part of that uh, production. Uh, there he is at JM and the AM. Well, I asked Steve Adelsberg, who's been a great friend and a wonderful supporter over the years, to uh, just jump on. As I said, as we get to the late part of the week during these weeks, we get more and more serious about our fundraiser. That's why Simon Jacob was on an hour ago. And um, and Steve said for sure he'd spend a minute with me asking everybody to give and to go to fjbunity.org. Uh, but I think he said it was on the condition that we talk about the dearth of spectator sports at this time. Uh, he may have been kidding about that, but just a minute ago off the air, of course, every conversation about sports uh, among among Jewish people ends up at Sandy Koufax, and he claims that he has a great story about Koufax. Steve Adelsberg, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you, Nochem. I actually heard a Rosh Hashiva. I'm not kidding about this, by the way. I heard a Rosh Hashiva say that Koufax was Kona Olam Haba B'Shah Achas, that Koufax acquired his portion of the world to come when he decided in front of the entire world, and you know that we mean that when we say that, because we know what baseball is like in this country, when he told the entire world he would not play on Yom Kippur. Well, I have to tell you, Nahum, this goes back to 1965. Right. The Dodgers were playing the, Dodgers were playing the, um, were playing the Minnesota Twins. And, of course, the first game was going to be on Yom Kippur. Right. And we all know the story. And I was a kid. I was like, uh, at that time... I was 12 years old, and I'm saying I live out in the East Meadow. You know, basically, we had three times a year Jews out in the East Meadow. You know, they go to shul three times a year. Right. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur. Right. So for me, and everyone went to shul Yom Kippur. Everybody. You know, I was the, that was the godless, that was the greatness of Yom Kippur. It was a unity. So when Colfax announces, I'm not pitching Yom Kippur, my thought was, how could you pitch on Yom Kippur? What Jew would ever pitch on Yom Kippur? You, know, you want a medal? Thank you for being Jewish. Thank you for doing what you're supposed to do. And that's, a, and, that's, and that's how I felt. Now, of course, the funny story was, who pitched that game instead of Kofax? That was, was Drysdale. Correct. Uh, Drysdale. I love, I love this. I love this. Gets, gets knocked out. And he has a very bad second or third inning, if I remember. I can't say I knew the game out well, but it was Yom Kippur. But with today's Walter Alston, who, by the way, Koufax, in his in the biography done by, I believe, Jane, I don't remember how it was. Jane Peavy, right? Wasn't it? Nice. And she and she says, Olsen, who Koufax claimed was an anti-Semite. He said he never would look at him in the eye. He, wow. You know, when he pitched that big game, he said, I'm going to go with the lefty. wouldn't even say Koufax by his name, he claimed. So, Olsen saunters out to the mound. And he looks at Drysdale, and Drysdale looks at him, and he turns to Dry- and Drysdale turns to Olsen again and says, "I bet you think, I bet you wish I was Jewish, don't you?" <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> I that love was, that, that was, story. That was, that was a good part of the story. So here we have Koufax doesn't pitch. Co- 
comes back. He comes, uh, the guy who got him back into that series was a guy named Claude Osteen, right. who came over. They traded for Frank Howard, and he pitched good. And you know, there's this history that Colfax pitched the fifth game, and he came back two days rest in the seventh game. Right. So this was 1965. We fast forward to the year 2000. Sports Illustrated makes Sandy Koufax the athlete of the century. One of the, one of the what you call one of the writers writes an article. The athlete of the century of the previous hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is two thousand. He put, this is this this writer puts him up there for that, and he says like this, and he said this phrase that stuck with me, you know, for the last twenty years. He put his team ahead of himself, and he put. God ahead of his team. Whoa. <laughs> this, is what the, this is what he wrote in the article. And I said, and this is the headline of the article. I said to myself, anyone does something 35 years prior, and they're still talking about it as a Kiddush Hashem. Yep. Hey, what should I call it? Who am I to say, hey, it's not a big deal for him not to pitch a young Kipper? And I, the respect I had that he said, hey, this is not what I do. And he, and he went to a shul in Minnesota that day. He actually went to shul, and uh, you know, and, uh, of course, the rest is history. But he was just a very straight guy. He had the respect of the team. He really did. But he had, you know, he felt that uh, that he wasn't treated right by Olsen. And also, you know, he felt he wasn't a certain time when the day, when the Chicago Tribune or uh, owned the owned the Los Angeles Dodgers years back. They wrote some articles not so nice about Sandy, and he did not. Uh, he wouldn't go to spring training when they were right. the owners. And when, yeah, and when and when they what's called and when they sold the team, that's when he came back. Sandy's but, from Brooklyn. He knows how to hold a grudge, but at the same time, he, he knows how to behave properly, as you saw, yeah. and, and 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 always conducted himself. Uh, with uh, tremendous pride and uh, tremendous grace. Steve Adelsberg is with us live via telephone, so it doesn't surprise you that a Russia Shiva would say he was Kona Olam Haba. And Steve, one other point, and everyone knows you, how connected you are to Israel, and I can only imagine uh, the, the difficulty or the pain for people like yourself who are used to traveling to Israel on a regular basis and now because of corona or not. But, but all of this, and this is what the kids have to understand, all of what you just described happened before the Six-Day War, happened before that miracle when all of a sudden people felt more comfortable wearing a yarmulke, people felt more comfortable telling them people at work that they were Jewish, people felt more comfortable putting out a Hanukkah for Hanukkah. You know, this is 1965. This is before that Six-Day War had that, had that transformative experience for the world and gave the world a transformative experience where we had that Jewish pride and didn't feel like we had to hide it. Koufax, before that, went ahead and right. told the world this is how he's going to do it. Right. And, you know, you, you check back for the time, 1967, in the Six-Day War, it was the pride we had of being Jewish. There was, not, there, was, there, was not, there was nothing like it. It was, you know, we came to school Monday morning. Monday morning we came to school, and we didn't know anything because Israel wasn't talking, and Egypt says they're going, they're, they're going into Tel Aviv. Right. And we just, we were supposed to take us in June, was supposed to take a Gemara Bechina that day, and the teacher walks in, and he says, no test today, boys. Puts a radio on his desk, INS 1010. We listen to the news, we shut it off, and we set to hill him every 15 minutes. Wow. wow. And when, and, and, and when and MTA, when Rabbi Ram came in to do his oral Bechina, the Rebbe said, not today. And we all felt that. And then on Monday, you know, we, we, we Tuesday, the news started coming in. Wednesday morning, 
you know, remember, seven hours ahead of Israel, we're going down to an assembly. And I remember the words start spurring around, Sahel captured Hebron. Of course, we'll find out later. It wasn't Sahel who captured Hebron. It was Rabbi Gorin. Correct. Single-handedly. He was deep in the town and they handed him the keys. Correct. You know, you know, you think about that for a second. You know, one of the most militant Arab towns you could find is Hebron. And what you call it, and, and here, he drives right in with his jeep, just him and his driver, thinking Sahel's in there already. Yeah. And uh, they surrendered to him. But we sat down, we discussed, we heard Hebron, we couldn't believe it. And they asked, who's going down to, who wants to go down to Washington for a rally the next day on Thursday? The whole class, the whole school gets up, raises their hand, we're in. I mean, it was like, you know, we were, we were 12-year-old, 13-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. All I know is a 14-year-old, all I know is going down to Washington, you can imagine, you know, buses break down. And on the side, there were buses who broke down, waving Israeli flags and waving all the buses on. It was a show of actors that I don't think we ever saw since then. The only time we had a glimpse of that, again, was 1976 in Entebbe. Right. Again, you walked around and people looked at you that you were identified as being Jewish. Yep. They, they congratulated you in the street. Kol HaKavod Latzal. Kol HaKavod Latzal. The six-day war, they said, who are you guys? Listen, I see already we're going to run out of time. i got to ask you a couple of things. What? And I don't want to put you on the spot because it's not like you're required to run to Israel. After all, as you just described, you're a teenager. When was the first time you were in Israel post-1967? Do you remember? You sure do. I remember it was 1972. I'm getting off, and right the week beforehand, they had the terrible, terrible terrorist attack for the, two, for the Japanese in Lut Airport. When they opened their luggage and they sprayed the and they right. sprayed the whole airport, right. and um, we came the week after that. We walked in. They had a they had an Israeli soldier. As you walk, remember you didn't you didn't you, didn't, you walked down a plank you walked down the plank you walked you walked into the on the airport on the airport tarmac, right. and he just stared everybody down who was coming off that plane. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> okay, I know where we are now. Yeah, this is like, and and but, you were hoping he wasn't after you. <laughs> yeah, you know, you did. You know, all of a sudden, all that wise guy training you, right. Shiva, exactly. Went out the door. Exactly. You know, but that you, means that you, you, you suddenly you suddenly learned to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, all the, all the wise guys. But it was it was like that first memory of going to Eretz Israel was like you know wow. But you know, I said when you went back then, you know you were in let's say how you say in an Arab side of the town. You know how when you saw the Pepsi signs. Oh, Pepsi wow. Never, they wouldn't export sold, to Israel, Pepsi right? They didn't sell to Israel. Right. So if you saw a Pepsi sign, you, were, you know you were, it used to be. And you weren't they, scared, by the way. Right. You just you walked anywhere you want. And, you, you know, I remember I drove to Hebron down myself in a car. You didn't, it didn't even didn't think. Right. You know, uh, years later, um, Dr. Sillenfreud, who was an ophthalmologist, and he wrote a book, Eight Jogging Units, uh, Eight Jogging Routes of Yerushalayim. It's a great book. It tells what you're seeing. Interesting. So I'm doing one of the routes, and I realize I'm in Siwan. What am I doing? Oh, Hello, gosh. what am I doing here? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, and, I, and it was funny. I'm, it's early in the morning. I got my running shorts. I'm running through the city. The, up the, it's, you know, if you know Siwan, it comes up the back of, of uh, the Kotel. And I'm dr- running uphill, and an Arab sees me and gives me a look like, what are you doing here? You nuts so? So it's like, you know, I told Dr. Stone in front of his book, you hope you have some pro- uh, some product liability 
because four of the routes are not going to get you where you want to go. <laughs> That's funny. He's got to be careful about where he's advising people to jog in Jerusalem. Steve Adelsberg is with us. By the way, I don't even know. He's right. All we got to do is start talking about sports, and it's all evident why you have to support us here at JM in the AM, because this is the only network that is bringing you Kofax stories, six-day war stories, and this is the type of thing that goes on every day. And therefore, I'm asking all of our listeners to go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and to support us. Again, fjbunity.org, and support us. Now, Steve, uh, I have a message from an old friend of both of ours who has just texted me. Um, and I'm sure once I tell you who his uncle was, you'll know exactly who's texting me. He writes, Sandy Koufax davened in my uncle, Bernard Raskus's shul in St. Paul on Yom Kippur. So you know that Stanley's listening very carefully. <laughs> oh, listen, Stanley, Stanley was, my, how do you, was my swimming counselor in Camp Massad. Now, I didn't want to go to swimming. I wanted to play ball. Right. I didn't want to go in there. And uh, so I had a, my yeshiva experience. I would sneak into the infirmary, get those notepads saying that you're excused from swimming because you had a cold, <laughs> take a whole bunch, put them in there. And uh, when Stanley was saying, hey, we didn't call him Stanley. It was Shalom Raskus. And he was like, he was part of the St. Louis contingent. Yep, I mean, yep. He was a Cardinals <laughs> fan. Yeah, exactly. What's that all about? So, so I, was, I was the first guy to forge what you would call uh, doctor's notes to get out of swimming on my side. But Stanley was my uh, was my counsel back then. It was very, you know, as they say, those are the years. And I my think, side, didn't we get a great catcher from St. Louis? Wasn't Yogi from St. Louis? Yo, he was the same with yeah. Joe Garagiano. Joe right. Garagiano. They grew up in the same. They grew up in the same block. Right. You know. You know. Joe going on to going on to today fame, and uh, but as I say, but one thing about Nachum and like you know, you really are a man for the underdog. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. You're, you're, all the years I've known you, the only guy I know who's been a natural Mets fan. <laughs> All these years. That's right. New Jersey Nets. Not Brooklyn New Nets. Jer- New Jersey New Nets. J- New Jersey Nets. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I've, of course, been going to that game. So, you know, I'll go to cockroach races if you, know, if you give me a take good tickets. The last, but, uh, the last sporting event you were at, you told me, was the net game before Purim on that Sunday night. And could you imagine that we haven't seen a live sporting event since that time? I was the last, I was the last game. I, think, I don't know if I caught the, the corona there. I don't. I like to think so, but my kids say, you know, uh, I was near Kevin Durant who got COVID nineteen. Right. He, caught, he caught the virus, right. and they said, "Yeah, my father caught it from Kevin Durant." Nice story. <laughs> that <man>. sounds good. <laughs> that actually... Kevin and I didn't hang together. <laughs> Even though I will tell, I will tell you a great story. You know, I have I have pretty decent seats in the Nets, as we know. And, <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there, and this guy next to me. This is goes back 10, 15, 10, 12 years ago. He doesn't look like an athlete, but everyone's coming over to him. He's he's African American, nice enough guy, but his his pants are falling off him. I don't know what that was about. And he's sitting shoulder to shoulder. I turn to him. I say, "Tell me, who are you?" He goes, "Who am I? I'm Jay Z. You don't know who I am." Oh, you were in the row with Jay Z. Yeah. Wow, one one so time say, part owner of the Nets. And I and I'm saying to him. Who's Jay-Z? Who's Jay-Z? I'm I have no clue who he is. My kids are watching me on the other side of the you know, and they're cracking up because they know I have no idea who this guy is. And he says to me, where you been? And I say, and I say to him, where I've been? I've been here. Where you been? Yeah. But that was my introduction to him. 
And uh, you that, know, I can tell you some very, very great, funny stories about uh, about sitting there down the nets. But I know you appreciate the fact that yes, you are a net friend from day one. All I, I know, mean, all I know, and now that you've started telling these stories, I'm going to tell the audience that the first time you ever invited me to use your tickets at the net game, you said to me, be careful because if you stretch out your legs, you will trip the players. And I, <laughs> and I looked at and I looked at you with my eyes rolling, and then, of course, you proved to be completely correct. That's how close we were to the court. So it was very cool and a great experience. <laughs> I will tell you, I gave my very good friend, Larry Malitsky, the tickets, okay? And he, 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 go, he walks into the stadium, and the stadium has this promotion that we're going to upgrade your seats. They have a promotion. Wherever you are, you're getting an upgrade. You're sitting in the top. You're going to the bottom. You're sitting in the bottom. You're going this, yada, yada. So they come over to Larry, and they say, hey, we have a great thing for you. We're giving you an upgrade to your seats. So Larry looks at him and says, unless you're putting me in the locker room, yeah. you're not going to do me any good. I don't know. But they probably wanted to put him in a suite, and he didn't want to leave the court, right? <laughs> That's probably what it was. Oh, is that funny? We're going to upgrade your seats. That but, is funny. Uh, it's a lot, you know, one thing we used to always have. I took my kids, remember this is going back years and years already, my kids are all Baruch Hashem grown up. One of the things was, is that we had a rule, I had a rule, no autographs. Right. No autographs. I remember you telling me this, right. And I said, people said, why no autographs? We have to have a line. It has to be a hot deal. Right. It's a lot of fun. Right. And like, you know, one of the greatest things we had was, is that I had a, I used to sit down front there, they used to call me the rabbi. And uh, they knew Friday night in Shabbos, I wasn't showing up. Right, and then I used, and they would say, "said Hey, it's the rabbi. If, Who's using the rabbi seats tonight?" <laughs> and uh, uh, I could have been a good idea to be a rabbi when I was back at MTA, but that didn't help me. <laughs> Steve, Steve, I got two minutes, but I got to ask you: Would you make the same rule today with selfies with the kids, or you don't know? Wow, interesting. And also, one of the best days I had with you ever, and I'll tell the audience, we, we've gone to Yankee games together before, and I, and I thank you for that, and we have a great time. We try to go once a year. It doesn't usually work out, but we get there once every few years. And, and last summer, when we were together at Yankee Stadium, the last 20 minutes, I think it was a rain delay, and then they restarted, but we sort of lost interest. And the last 20 minutes, you sat telling me stories about Camp Massad, and you had told me, I thought, because I was in Marashah you know, during that era, I thought I knew all the terms for all the camp activities. But you had all these obscure baseball terms in Hebrew that they had created. Anyone who went to Massad <laughs> will tell you that <laughs> double plays at Ducey Luke. You had a Ksaya, ain't Kolea, no pitcher. We used to, I mean, we played this game in Hebrew, and it was by osmosis. And what was the and double? What was the double play again? Ducey Luke. Ducey Luke. Ducey Luke. Ducey Luke. Tough. You know, nobody. Luke. Nobody knows what that even means. <laughs> you were in the classic Masad words. Song from people from Israel. From uh, they hear this even they crack up. What do we? Yes, is really for a sweater. He'll say sweater. Right. What is the guy from? Someone from from Masad says Simria. That's the <laughs> real. Words. That's the real words for sweater. That's what the, no. It's a Masad made up word. Ah. You know they put it together. Got it. You know, and I always remember when someone would say, "Okay, to him with that You had to talk Hebrew, right. and someone says substitution, and some the head of the camp, Rivka Shulzman, says substitution, which we got. Rakivrit. So she goes, goes, Substitutia. Substitutia. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, <laughs> Steve Adelsberg, can't thank you enough. As I said, everybody, this is a perfect example of a conversation that's only happening here. If you if you if you like the fact that we're trumpeting and uh, talking about uh, great Jewish camping and people like Sandy Koufax and making a kiddush Hashem and speaking about Israel both pre and post nineteen sixty seven, support us here at JMM. Steve, you have thirty seconds. Can you encourage everybody to please go to fjbunity.org and help in our twenty twenty fundraiser? Nachum, there's no question. You right now are our light. We get to see things. I'm sitting here on my porch in Manhattan Beach. I saw something that was very rare. I was just taken back. I saw a commercial plane go by. Really? And I, yeah, I saw it. I said, wow, where are you going? And wow. But during this time when we're all just really just wondering where is it going to end, where is it going, and to have you as our anchor and to really to give us the news and to be able to be the voice for the for us and to give us the our spirits, and whatever. I thank you, and I hope people could support this cause of, like, you know, bringing us together and talking about important things and really just and things that are not so important. <laughs> that's that's true. I, I I'm not going to mention those, but I will highlight the stuff that's important that we discuss. <laughs> right. I, mean, listen, I could tell you I could tell you a lot of Omer stories of the Honor Rebbe also, but <laughs> I know, and and unfortunately this year you weren't there, but hopefully next year you will be Bezrat Hashem. Hopefully, but they said I'll leave you with this. You know, the Rebbe took twenty five people without twenty five people. Right. I said to the Rebbe, you know. We can make a really good fundraiser here. That's we don't have any problems. Not a joke. And not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> let him know. Let the Rebbe know that the uh, Beyond Stiebel on East Broadway is still is still hopping. I'm not quite sure what I mean by that, but I know that it's <laughs> the last time I passed it, it's still there at least. Steve, thank you so much, and uh, thanks for All your friendship. Best, and lots of luck to you today in your 36th year. On, as I say, last night was 35, so it's a good day. Oh, that's right. 36 coming up tonight. Thank you. I appreciate that. 36 years, folks. And 36 in the Omer comes up tonight. And a big thank you to our good friend Steve Adelsberg. He reminds you about fjbunity.org. Please keep us going, everybody. As we get toward the end of the week during our fundraiser weeks, we get really serious. So please fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman, Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954. Available at kosher supermarkets nationwide. And if you go to kosherdogs.net, 10% off with the promo code radio, kosherdogs.net. A great lineup coming up, including Miriam L. Wallach at 1030 with Aryeh Kunstler on the That's Life program. At 11 a.m., join us for a Zoom live lunch, which will include a magic trick by Avi Fryer. The Zoom ID is 814 814- Three five three five zero six four. That's eight one four three five three five zero six four. Eight one four three five three five zero six four. The uh, the password is J M A M J M A M. Have a great Thursday till tomorrow. Nachum Segal reminding you: remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.